0: Welcome to another episode of Wrapped 2022. I hope you're enjoying them so far. Beth Coulter, Lord Walsh, Brendan Lawler, and today's talisman for the show, Mr. 57 himself, David Carey. As ever, the show is powered by Ford golf Custom. For your tour level custom fitting experience, hit ForkGolf.ie forward slash booking and tell them Paddy sent you. And then you'll be just like this guy from West Waterford on the fairways of the PGA Tour. Hey, I'm Seamus Power on the PGA Tour. If you're looking for the best golf club reviews out there on YouTube, just check out the guys at Four Golf Custom. They've custom fit my golf clubs for years and they're the best in the business. It still makes me smile every time I hear that clip from their fairway and it's Four Golf Custom because I don't think he had that twang growing up in uh, in Waterford eating his bacon blast. But um, yeah, you press play today because you might recognize the name David Carey. And that's because he did qualify and play in the 150th Open, made the cut, was one of the longest drivers of, of the whole tournament, I think he held the record on one of the practice days on the Wednesday, but yeah, uh, seeking speed, but as we learned in today's episode, he's hitting the gym, did you hear that, McGlynn? Uh, myself and now McGlynn, played a bit of golf with David Carey last year, and uh, would have said at the time, in very proud fashion, that he's never seen the inside of a gym in his life. But he's gone about twice maybe and three times a day now, so we get into that and uh, what status he has for next year and where he'll be playing and kind of what his plan is and is a maybe a new approach to the game. But yeah, we're always really insightful speaking with reincarnated Ben Hogan, that is Mr. 57, David Carey. Roll it there, Collette. David Carey, are you ready to heat up? Yeah, why not? Last time Ben Hogan was our mainstay conversation. Mm-hmm. This, this, but this is wrapped, this is wrapped 2022. It's all about your year. Um, so yeah, Mr. Carey, uh, out of 10, what would you give yourself for the year?
1: Ooh. Start with the tough questions, are we? <laughs> uh, there's
0: no tough questions on this podcast. Other podcasts have the tough questions. You know me now at this stage. Very late background here.
1: I'll go with seven and a half.
0: Seven and a half. So in work, I'd always say, so in work, I'd say, oh, I rate your current software out of 10. If they said seven and a half, oh, why Why did you drop it two and a half points? So Mr. Kerry, why did you drop it by two and a half points?
1: Because there was definitely a lot of good things, but not quite as good as i wanted so you always want to aim higher and do better than you kind of have so i have to leave some room for improvement and stuff going into next year so i'll go with seven and a half because it was pretty good I'm not good. it was some pretty good stuff but i definitely want to achieve more so
0: oh, definitely. absolutely well, i will knock you for that for being the reasoning absolutely not um i would like to think i can assume the high point so i'll ask you about what would be like maybe one of the lowest this year
1: um probably one of the multiple times i was in bed sick this year because it was a bit of a messy year um for whatever reason every time i get the covid vaccine i end up quite sick in bed so i was sick then then i got actual covid and was sick again not just generally being sick is not much fun um I actually got COVID at the Open, so being in sick, being sick in bed the week after that was, you know, from the highs to the lows, as you, as you put it.
0: <laughs> Overnight, because I was at a session with the little orange box, and uh, your coach was there. Your coach was talking about it, and he said, he it was about your, I'm going to, I'm assuming the high point is the Open, but maybe it isn't. But I'll just, I'll continue this line line of chat for a second. He was saying the track band numbers were low on the Saturday for ball speed and swing speed on the Saturday and Sunday. And he had kind of, Shane, had kind of put that down to, oh, like, it's the weekend at the Open. You know, it might have been minded a little bit, but it wasn't. It was because it was learning for him. It was like, actually, I should maybe have asked David how he felt in terms of, like, health-wise, that you'd COVID or you'd, uh, at the but weekend.
1: It definitely must have been a factor, because, I mean, at the time, I thought the same thing, because, you know, from, like... Definitely, like the know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I was really kind of getting. You know, you're you're pretty, you're getting pretty pumped up. You're pretty like you know, it's the 150 open at St Andrews. Of course, you're on a high. Um, and I mean, I was getting up into the 190s on all my warm ups. I was hitting it far. Um, I had the longest drive on the range. One of the I was days going to say it. You were longest on the range. Yeah. Even though, <laughs> even though they cut the coverage just just as I did it. You know, I <laughs> we have got you we have got it on the red button. I think they literally cut it just before I did because because um I think it was the Tuesday. The Tuesday I hadn't really done a good speed session a little bit and I was like, okay, let's see what I had, because I saw Bryson was up on top with I think they're like three twenty-nine uh carry and I put up three thirty one. And then once I got to three thirty one, I was like, My job is done for today. I can go have a nice rest for the afternoon because I you know distance and everything but you know it was nice to have a little target there and I wanted to push it but definitely on particularly on the Sunday I was just so flat and low Um, I was really like I was down about a club across the board Um, and probably down I was I I just thought it was just fatigue just you know it was just a long week tiredness but uh, then unfortunately my dad tested positive that evening and then the pieces started adding up when I didn't feel so good the next day. It was a but, bit like, ah, yeah. ah, that's what it was. And I, I it was just a bit of a stranger in general because I also had had a really bad throat infection and a really bad stomach infection at uh, two other times during the year. So I don't know if that was just because I was on the road constantly and I got a bit run down and worn out from all the travel mm. and stuff. But I would, I would very much like to go through next year without antibiotics and medicine. <laughs> that'd
0: be nice i'm gonna i'm gonna lean into the open a little bit in that you got to the open in the hardest way possible would you say that would be a correct Um, statement in terms of that you qualified for the open so all of the different regionals and sectionals and finals and
1: i mean possibly um i do know well there's
0: there's a couple youtubers training for years and they haven't even got past the first (laughs) stage and they're (laughs) all right golfers
1: well, luckily, <laughs> um, I was exempt to the final stage, so I didn't have to do the very first one, which would have been the regional, which is normally in uh, County Boud. Um I didn't have to do that stage. I was straight into the 36th hole. Um, Why? It definitely was that world ranking. If you're top thousand in the world ranking, you get straight through. So I was cool. straight through because of the world ranking. Um, it certainly was one of the most miserable days weather I have played golf in a long time. Um I was at Fairmont St Andrews, which is yeah, it's about fifteen minutes up the road from the old
0: course. I stayed in the hotel. I stayed in the hotel there one time. I went into St Andrews where I, may, I might have mentioned that a million times in this podcast, but it was the Fairmont I stayed in, and the course there looked wicked. It,
1: it, you know what? It's not the world's hardest golf course, except for the fact that it poured rain all day and was about it's pretty exposed, thirty to forty mile an hour wind and there's not a tree on the golf course. There's nowhere to get any bit of shelter whatsoever. Um, yeah, it was it was a pretty grueling day. I mean, one of the guys in my group, we got, um, I finished on the front line because um, I played 1 to 18 in the morning, then you reverse, I went 10, after the 10th in the afternoon. And when you go down along the, the 7th is a par 5, you go down along the back of the hotel, and he lost the ball right and that was where a lot of the parking was because they had it kind of set up and he just went, Guys, just you know, I'm he's like, I'm not gonna he's like he's like I'm done, I'm gone. And like my car's just over there. And you know, sometimes you'd feel a bit annoyed, but you're just like, We're all soaked, it's kinda of cold and it's like, Yeah, okay, I get it. You're not getting through. No no hard feelings, go ahead. Like it wasn't it wasn't the most pleasant day. Um but the
0: outcome was good, so but I made it a great day. So you know. Absolutely. Something I've been meaning to do is map on a, either on a whiteboard or probably in some schematic, so it's worth sharing. Is map all of the tours. So Alps Tour and well, EuroPro is gone now, unfortunately. But Alps, and then you'd have clutch, and then you have into challenge, into European, and then some of us. Some of us, <laughs> some of us are, uh, so, so, some guys and girls are going to Taro and some are, I think, um, uh, Lester, is it is, he's over an A is trying to get a card in terms of where you need to be ranking wise to get to the next tier. So like, because you've, you've been, you've played at all levels now, right? You've done apps and cha- challenge and yeah. you're of everything. Yeah. So maybe, maybe we should sit down for a coffee and work that out and, and help future generations try and figure it out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, just, just not to make your job even harder but don't forget about canada latino america PJ tour china i know i know i know i just meant for your
0: your stereotypical Irish aspiring tour pro, where his uh, where's his initial first steps could be and where he needs to land so that you can kind of kind of budget for the year look this is my schedule i'm going to play on Alps for these couple of months and try and get a result and if that goes great it starts but if it doesn't my plan b is go over to fucking south america peru wherever you know
1: the the budget's an interesting one because there's obviously a minimum that you need you know there's a certain amount where you just can't compete or can't travel and play all the events
0: which is like 40 grand
1: i I assume
0: if you're sharing airbnbs and sleeping in the odd van
1: It it just it just it all comes down if you're going to go right i'm only playing alps tour and i'm only going to play there 20 events in q school and i'm going to share on this you can you can make it smaller smaller you can try travel later and stuff i don't think it's a good idea to do it that way because you're going to be playing as people that aren't but you know you can if, if if you do not have the money you can do what you can to make it lower the flip side is does very close to no maximum <laughs> if you were to go i am going to play absolutely everything and i'm going to bring a caddy and whatever i you know and then you get off to the big the big leagues and then everyone has their they have their caddy they have their psychologist they have their physio they have their trainer so like it's one of those things that i definitely got a little bit of insight into this year is just how expensive it can get when you start playing main turn you need caddies and everything else. It definitely, the, and also just the cost because instead of it being a little event in the middle of nowhere, it's a big event. All the hotels are booked out because people are traveling to go to the event, and it it it, it, it adds up. It's a good thing I made a few. You can
0: costs. see, you can see, yeah, yeah good. <laughs> you can see how John Daly bought a fucking
1: uh, RV um,
0: to drive around in. But um, so it's meant to be a short podcast, but I have one more question before we get into the last question. Is given you've been at all levels, and this is more like if anyone's listening or if anyone is in May Newt's program or finishing a Wake Forest with a semester to go, Mark Power. Um, is have you seen a difference between running your own bag on maybe apps or something versus you know having a caddy alongside you? Have you seen like a performance benefit to date or? or do you do you foresee one if you have a caddy more consistently
1: it's very tricky because so at the at the qualifier for the open i took a local caddy from st andrews and uh, i kept him on the bag then for st andrews you can't you can't win the qualifier and not bring the guy with you you know it's it's (laughs) uh so so it just happened his name was david as well so that was an easy one because i'm not great with names but i can remember my own so that helps um So it definitely was helpful in terms of getting to know courses. Like, a, like um I don't know if you've been to St Andrews or, or played the course, but you don't really see a whole lot from the t It's pretty blind. Um, now gr- the grandstands really help, and all the TV towers and stuff, because you can start. You can actually get lines. Like most of the time, like particularly the practice days, it it'll be like, okay, um, where are we going? Here? And he'd say, you "See that? I don't know the number two in the distance. That's the left edge, and then that TV tower over there. That's the right edge. So something between that." So you're, you're
0: way more reference points, points when you've all that infrastructure on the course yeah. for it, it, it helps getting reference
1: points, and it also helps some that someone tells you everything is the first time instead of hitting it blind, walking up, and then trying to figure out. So it can kind of quicken the learning experience, definitely a little bit in that kind of scenario. Um. But it's definitely a learning experience because you have to be careful when you have a caddy not to overdo things as well because sometimes you can talk a shot to death and instead of it being like, well, what are we doing here? It's just a seven iron. You know, it's 195 yards. It is a stock seven iron. Just hit it. (laughs) You can start thinking too much about different things. Whereas if you're on your own bag, you'd be like, particularly if you're, you know, particularly if you're like playing a practice or a friends or something and you add a bush now, you just go like, zap, there's my yardage, there's my club, hit it. Now, there's a balance because you you can't play with not knowing and not thinking about where the bunkers are, the slopes and everything else. But you also need to make sure that you're not spending so long that you start thinking, oh, is it this, is it that? Oh, well, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And all of a sudden, you've got a million thoughts. So there's definitely there's a rhythm and an experience and I definitely think it helps if you've worked with someone a lot and you've had someone on the bag a lot where you build up an understanding of this is how we do things. They know when to kind of butt in or when to be like, yeah, he knows what he's doing here. He can, yeah, it's, it's something I'm learning as well. So I'm definitely trying to get better at that myself.
0: Okay. It becomes part of the process, especially if you're playing main towards more often, it becomes part of your pre-shot yeah. routine almost like, Four checkpoints. What well, pre-flight checks and go? Literally, forgive the analogy, yeah. but like flight checks. It, but Like yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. It's it's pretty much like that. You need to make sure that you've done all the thinking and the working out, but that when the, when you're when the time comes that you're hitting the shot, that you're you are hitting the shot. You're not thinking about all the other million things you were talking about.
0: Yeah, exactly. My favorite thing about Matt Fitz's shot of the year is actually the caddy dialogue before it, and how minimal it was and How it's casual really it was in the
1: bag, so you know,
0: he <laughs> does have yeah. a pretty good carry in the bag. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did, I did
1: like the one with Augusta where they were going back and forth in the layup and he had the club and he just said, Just hit it. He was certain <laughs> to ask more questions and he's like, You have the club, just hit it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. David, next year
0: 2023, what's the plan? Will the second driver still be in the bag or,
1: um, it depends where I'm playing because, um, over here in the the moment in florida i have been playing with one because the golf courses tend to be a little bit longer and i actually do have a spot for a tree wood because um i hit it far but when you play six from the dread power fives it's useful to have a second club that's not (laughs) there. welcome Um, to my
0: world then with a three-way in the bag it's
1: it's 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 i do have i have both of them here with me it's going to be a by it's gonna be on a weekly basis. I'll make my decision of what's in the bag Absolutely. and what's not in the bag. Yeah. I, I don't I'm, I don't I haven't chopped and changed too much in in probably since maybe August time on. I kinda of settled down quite a lot. So it's only tweaks as opposed to, you know, it'll just depend how long the par fives are and if there's anything in particular what I need.
0: Oh deadly. So what's the plan for twenty twenty three then outside the bag in terms of what what's the status? What what are the what are the options for you next year tour wise?
1: oh that is the big question isn't it what am i doing I've, I've i've had this question a lot lately and a lot of my questions a lot of my answers to that question have been well it depends <laughs> um i'm not entirely sure i know i'll have some invites to certain things i've been told i will possibly to other things but you being told you will probably have one and having one are not the same thing so you try not to you have you have to make sure you have you know
0: have it in writing in an email and cover yeah, your cover your yeah. ass.
1: <laughs> a lot yeah. of people will say things like, oh I know such and such and I can get you into this and that. So I need to I'll wait till I actually have have it before I'm kind of you know planning around it. But as it stands, there's a there's a charity pro arm I play every year in Portugal the start of January. Um so um I go down and play with we live down there and raise a bit of money for charity so i'll go down to do that that's always a bit of fun and it kind of kicks off my season where i get a card in my hand and stuff um after that i'm trying to decide exactly what i'm going to do i i've been working really hard over here with um no i've I'd never been to the gym i would never done any fitness training so i've gone completely off the rails over here and i've been in two sessions a day for the last month and a half so I've I've got I've gone off the deep end over here. i been working with um uh, new dimensions. Wellness the center over here, and they've been killing me every day. So, um, I would like to get back over and do more stuff with them. So I need to see if I can fit that in. Um, good, good team of people over here: James, Brantley, Justin, uh, Gunner. I, I could run through all them. They're all they're all, all all good people. All make me feel very sore. <laughs> but we're getting a lot of good work in and i'm definitely feeling better i'm trying to make sure i'm ready for next year to cope with playing a lot of golf and and traveling traveling, because
0: that all ties into traveling and feeling better and all those things
1: i definitely feel like i'm not feeling as niggly and i'm feeling better so i'm liking it so far um I mean, I'm looking at maybe trying to play some of the qualifiers for I mean, like the waste management is a the qualifier is the start of February. I don't think I've anything that clashes with it. I what I really need to do is get my budgets together and figure out what I have to spend this year coming. And there's a like if I had an unlimited budget, I'd come play Monday qualifiers over here every week because if I can qualify for the open, I can qualify for PJ tour event. And if I can make the cut at the Open and be in the top twenty, I can finish high in a PJ Tour event. But to do that every week is not a cheap endeavor.
0: Yeah. Did you so, have that mentality pre the Open?
1: Um, I had told every a lot of people, not gonna say everybody, but a lot of people coming into it that I really wanted to be at St Andrews because I love my golf history. I wanted to be at the one hundred. Oh, no,
0: one hundred. And what I mean open. is, what I mean is, so, before before the Open, did you have? Did you make that statement that? Well, uh, I'm good. Like, I am good enough playing Monday qualifiers. you know what I mean? I'd, and I'll make the PGA Tour. Well,
1: I went to the Open, and it's easy to say I was there trying to win it. Everyone's trying to win it. But I thought if I really played well, it was definitely in, within my capabilities, too. Um, Like, I don't really feel like I played particularly near my best during the week. Like, even the five under the... The second day, I think I had three, tree pots or something in that round. So like I could have been an awful lot tidier and whatever about winning, because obviously Cam Smith played amazing golf, but <laughs> I definitely could have finished a lot higher than I did. And that's obviously a positive. I think it, you, it would be quite worrying if you turned off, felt like I had the week of my life and just let's say, you just scraped the mid the cut or just missed a goal. If you felt like you played great and that was your level, you'd be like, oh well, that's worrying. That guy's twenty under and I play good for whatever. But to feel like I a hundred percent and was still competing, then that kind of makes you think, yeah, I can do this. I can I can play with these guys. Um I mean that's the first tiger ever or the first tournament I ever played the Tiger was in. And I'm two for two, beat him about rounds. So, you know, hundred percent record. Oh <laughs> my right, gary, right. Oh Yeah, I mean, you know not his best week i'll admit but it's still 100 percent record i can't I'm, i have that
0: percent you can only play it's <laughs> put out in front of you right.
1: <laughs> actually i'm off topic here but that was the first time i'd ever seen the tiger effect kind of in full flow up close i was only about 30 minutes after him the first two days so when i was going down Eight nine, he was kind of coming back up the other side, yeah. And I've never ever seen anything like the crowds and the noise, and never seen anything like that on the golf course before. It was just phenomenal.
0: That's ridiculous. Like I experienced it as well at the JP because I was inside the ropes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So like we were, we were in Bryson's group the, the Tuesday. Our friend, our friend Bryson, and uh, like there was a nice. You might say there was like three to four thousand around on the trip that we were playing so tiger was when we went down nine he was going off one mm-hmm. i just looked over and it's all you could see it was you know, 20 000 people on the first hole Do you know what i mean it was it is amazing when manic. you see
1: it because i mean when i was going down those holes you really just had to like look and go is tiger is he near his ball and is he going to hit a shot because if the answer was yes, it was well, I'm just gonna wait here because it didn't matter if he had a good shot, bad shot, it didn't matter what happened. There was gonna be groans, there was gonna be cheers, there was gonna be something. As soon as you put it out on the hole, you hear every grandstand around you creaking and groaning with everyone running to get down the next. So you have to definitely kind of be a little bit more aware of your surroundings. And I mean, there was a lot of people everywhere. I I mean the they were pretty lined even for my group you know my my lowly group down the end we saw a lot of people are uh, watching us and it was quite a few people at the weekend but that was just on a different level in terms of the amount of people and support he had
0: yeah he's different gravy david K. Okay, I i said it'd be a short one i don't want to take any more of your time you're probably running to your second gym session of oh the day. no no,
1: I've, I've already i've already i was there uh,
0: i've already uh, i've already I, gone I, twice today
1: I was there at seven o'clock this morning and left at one one this afternoon. So you know, yes.
0: what do I do with my life? Huh?
1: Well, I mean, I do I do a few different things to sort out. um life um as, as I said I don't know if it was the last time I was on you or not. But uh, my main sponsor is Darren Escapes and Don Donald. They own Dundonald Donald Links. They own the Springs. Um, Don Donald actually is final qualifying for the Open next year so I need to go spend a little bit extra time at my attached course <laughs> but um yeah I mean they, they I think they put 20 million into the springs I've just finished renovating it they have a lot of stuff going on so I have to a tip for anybody out there that's carrying their bag that I have been told I have to follow what I'm told at the gym they said do not use a double strap bag get a single strap bag carry it on one shoulder and alternate shoulders so that you're balancing out the effects it has on your body so i now have to go and sort a new golf bag for myself for when i'm carrying it because otherwise i am going to be out of balance and they're going to be back poking me and making me all sore again so uh, and anyway, well, then you would love
0: it. give given your uh, affinity for everything heritage you'd love a single strap jones that's what i'm going to say
1: i i have seen them and they are very very pretty i mm-hmm. i I possibly need a couple more pockets, but they are very good-looking golf bag. Um, but yeah, I need to go sort the single strap bag, and then I have to go get logos and this and that and the other. You see, this is the inside, the ropes view of professional golf. Everyone thinks it's all great, but what do I actually do? I have to go sort logos on the side of a bag, and then I need to go get business cards printed and do administrative work as well. <laughs>
0: Because, well, this is the time of year for all the live admin in fairness this week well, and next week and then chill out for a couple of weeks and play that pro admin.
1: Well, yeah, I, I mean, I've been I've been busy, but these are little jobs that do have to be done as well. And there's flights to be booked and things to be moved. Ah, oh, the the fun one is when you start moving flights. That's never a fun one on holiday. Oh, I did last.
0: it. I did a couple of weeks ago, but uh, it's never fun. But Mr. Kerry, it's been a it's been a pleasure. Thanks for the insight into the your year, and I see nothing but good things for you coming next year, especially with the old body reboot you're going through. So thank you very much for your time, my friend.
1: No problem at all. I will hopefully be unrecognizable to everybody when I get home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just like just like our friend Bryson. <laughs> eh,
1: well, I mean, he won the US Open straight after it, so you know. But I what I
0: mean little, is, anyway. if. You, what I mean is he went massive. And now he's shrunk. Right? And now he's absolutely shredded to within an inch of his life. He is. He, so your, he your, is your Bryson uh, 2.0 is what I'm expecting when I next see you.
1: I, you know, I, next I'm year. certainly not going massive. I'm probably going more on the like leaned out side of things. But you're, th- you're thinking of the Thanksgiving photo, I, I assume. he looks He looks very lean and very strong. Um, I ran out of
0: I, I ran out of counting when I got past the tenth ab. I was like,
1: "Well, given his performance at the world long, long drive, drive. We, we can we can pretty much assume that it, it's not sure, he's not just in the gym to look good. <laughs> he's hitting it <a> exactly, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely." <laughs>
0: David, Merry Christmas, and uh, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll catch up for a gym session or I won't try even try long drive with you, but uh, we'll play a few odds in the next over okay, I'll use seven. <laughs> <laughs> the fact is, he's fucking right, it's all. all right, Come on. Good luck. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
1: happy Christmas.
0: That is, of course, Mr. 57, David Carey. We don't know why he's called Mr. 57, but he kind of shot that Play the Alps tour. Um, was it last year? Not even the year before. But uh, an absolute baller. And uh, definitely someone to look out for in track, and we'll be doing that on this show VM Penny Talks Off on Instagram and Twitter, sharing not only Davis but all the Irish scores, men and women's on tours, and updating folks as to how the girls and boys, the ladies and gents, are getting on, the colleges, and doing our best to keep everyone abreast of the up-and-coming stars of the future as well as the stars of the present. So, if you like this episode, please do share it with your family and friends. Check out more episodes and back episodes where you're listening to this one so maybe it's on patty talks golf patty or maybe it's apple Podcasts. if it's there please do leave a review it's on spotify throw the old five stars on it, it let's get more eyes on it. it helps more people hear these stories um, so yeah that's it tomorrow is a different story 10 a.m amy condon is on the show so delighted to get Amy on uh, met her at the JP this year or last year for listening to this in 2023 yeah an absolute um, coach of the future coach of the present but definitely is going to be doing great things in the game of golf but that's what we're talking about tomorrow to be teed up again soon, 10am tomorrow uh, I'm Paddy